What's up, everyone? Welcome to the NG English Show. My name is John Drummond, or Yang Haolin. Hi, 大家好，欢迎回到 NG 英文。我是 Stephanie。今天的来宾是一位非常有才华的摄影师，从大企业的影片拍摄到广告以及短片都有涉略哦。那同时也是一位创业家，他创立了一间影像制作公司，叫做 Lash。接下来就让我们来欢迎 Leticia。Today I am joined by the incredibly talented superstar, really. Leticia. Leticia is a director of photography who has her hand in all sorts of different industries here in Taiwan, doing feature-length films, commercials with enterprise companies, fun short skits. How you got your start? All sorts of different things. She is an entrepreneur with her own production house now called Lash Productions, and so much more. So, everyone, please welcome Leticia. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, what's up, homie, dude? So, actually, you and I met on set. I think for the first time. Yeah, a couple years ago. A couple years、yeah. ago, shooting. I think just a random TVC, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "You're rad. Look at you rocking, like doing the full DP life." And you were like, "Yeah, I've got my own company. I've been doing this forever, idiot." <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's amazing because. Man, you just finished filming a feature-length film. You also were telling me you've been working with someone who's been on the show, Emily Wu, doing some、um, some TV production. Like,、mm -hmm. what do you what do you call that? Like a talk show? A talk show. Talk show.、Yeah. Okay. So you've been doing talk shows for Taiwan Plus.、Mm -hmm. What have you not done? <laughs> Dang. So yeah, maybe maybe I'll shut up here. Can you give our our audience here on NG Ingwen a little introduction? Who is the woman, the myth, the legend? Leticia, as you guys know, I'm Leticia.、Uh, actually, I was born and raised in Taiwan,、uh, but I went to college in the states.、Yeah. And after that, I actually moved to China for four years, working at a production company, and that's kind of how I got started.、Mm -hmm. So I worked at the production company as a business development manager, doing marketing partnerships for movies that were going to come out in China.、Mm -hmm. uh, so back then, being bilingual.、Um, It helped a lot because I was doing a lot of Hollywood productions and bringing them to China and and doing premiere events in China for that.、Mm. Uh, and eventually, I got myself a camera, started filming here and there, taking photos, shooting videos. I did a bunch of small little skits with、uh, with my friends, and somehow then went viral on on Facebook a couple years ago, and、uh, it motivated us to do more skits. And one thing led to another, and it kind of just snowballed into a company that I have today. Yeah. Wow! Super organic kind of evolution right there. So yeah, maybe let's start a little bit with the the skits. I you were kind of telling me off air they were these were、uh, Jordan and Peele kind of comedy skits, just like more like situational comedy. Is that right? Yes, correct. So we had a lot of we were inspired by a lot of Key and Peele skits back then、uh, in different scenarios. You know, whether it's at the airport, on the plane, or at a hospital. Um, so we kind of envisioned those kind of scenarios in Taiwan. So we did a couple with someone who can't really speak English, and there's some miscommunication, which happens a lot in Taiwan. Or even our very first skit was on the fact that everyone is so polite in Taiwan, saying "shit shit" everywhere. So we did something funny with that too.、Yeah. That's that's rad. So were th were these videos all in Chinese? Actually, though,、um, they were somewhere in. 
No, actually, they were they were all in Chinese. Nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's so cool. So yeah, you, were you writing in Chinese then at the time, kind of with those creative ideas? So actually,、uh, it was a friend of mine from high school that wrote all the scripts, and then I just helped with、uh, lighting it and shooting it. Wow,、yeah. that's so cool. And are you guys like? Partners now with the company. We still work together a lot, but、um, he's now doing a lot of animation instead.、Mm. So we just work together whenever there's like a like live action project. Yeah, that's so awesome. Okay, so then fast forward a little bit. You just worked with Luke, who's been on the show. If you guys remember Luke Cameron, you and Luke just were you were DP. You guys, actually, sorry, key word here: DP, director of photography. Is the official terminology right there? You were just DP for a full-length U.S. movie that Luke was the producer on. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah. So the name of the movie is called Sun Moon.、Uh, it actually releases on May fifth、uh, on streaming in the states. Oh wow!、Uh, we're still trying to work out Taiwan premiere for that because we'd love to have a Taiwan premiere since most of the film was shot on location at Sun Moon Lake. Yeah, and the whole team came from the states—the director, the executive producer, you know—and some of the the main heads of key departments、uh, were all from the states. Wow, that's incredible! And so, Sun Moon, really awesome and very fitting because I think you filmed most of that in Sun Moon Lake.、Mm-hmm. And like you said, yeah, the whole team, the whole American team was here. I mean, all the actors, all the the key heads of departments. What was that process like? I mean, are you just on set, on location for months at a time, or how does that work? Yeah, so the whole team,、uh, basically, I think it was a crew of maybe thirty people. We all made our way down to Summon Lake.、Uh, we stayed at a school there because most of our location was at a school.、Mm. Um, it's a romantic comedy, by the way. Sweet,、uh, I love rom coms. <laughs> <laughs> and the great thing is, I I think the cool thing about this romantic comedy is that the lead actor. Is actually Asian American,、mm. so usually it's the other way around. You know, it's like an Asian woman falling in love with a white Caucasian male. <sighs> Sorry for the cliches, <laughs> <laughs> but this time it's actually flipped. Nice,、uh, which is pretty cool. That's、yeah. very cool. So Taiwanese American leads both both of them. No, so the so the um、oh, sorry, the female a- the female、Asian、lead、American. is yeah Asian American is the male lead. Asian American male lead got it and, falling in love with a a foreign white woman.、Maybe? Correct. Got it. Okay.、Yeah. Okay. Cool, and so yeah, so both both coming from the U.S.、Mm-hmm. and then yeah, I mean it, that's that's like a summer camp kind of vibe. Like you guys are just all together, living together, totally, yeah, and yeah, wow. And is this the first time getting to work on like a feature length film from the U.S. like that? Uh, yes, yes,、wow. it is. Yeah, especially shot on location in Taiwan. I think it's quite rare. Yeah, it's so cool, Tisha, because I mean. I'm. I want to hype you up in the sense of like that's so special. Like you just got to be the lead director, basically of photography, and you got to do it in in your in home.、Someone. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's so rad. <laughs> like, why are we not? Why is why isn't there a premiere here? We should have one. I think Luke's working on it. Okay,、yeah. <laughs> Luke, come on now. That's that's super special. Well, congratulations.、Thank、that's、you. incredible. The T-shirt 跟 John 是几年前在片场上 on set 认识的。那来宾很厉害呢，他近期刚拍摄完一部电影，还有一系列的脱口秀 talk show。那来宾说他是出生于台湾，而且是大学后才去美国读书的。那后来他就在中国住了四年，并且在一间影像制作公司工作。那他当时是商业发展经理 business development manager， 而他主要负责的就是行销这一块。那他主要是帮助即将在中国上映的电影推广。那来宾说，因为他会双语的关系，其实对他的帮助蛮大的，因为他帮忙制作许多好莱坞电影，并且带到中国上映
。那同时也筹备了蛮多首映会 （premiere events）。那来宾后来开始接触相机之后，有开始拍摄一些影片等等的，也跟朋友们一起拍摄一些短剧 （skits）。那意外的，他们的短片在脸书上突然爆红 （viral）， 也因此有了雪球效应 （snowball effect）， 而演变成了他现在拥有的一切。那他们的情境喜剧 （situational comedy） 的灵感很多来自于一个美国的短剧，叫做《Key and Peel》。那他们当时参考了很多场景，例如医院、飞机等等的，并且把这一整套带在台湾拍摄。像他们也拍了一个关于英文不太好的人在台湾会遇到的一些问题。那他们也另一支是关于台湾人都很有礼貌 （polite）。那这些影片其实都是用中文演出的。然后来宾说，其实剧本 （scripts） 都是他高中的朋友写的，那他只负责拍摄。那来宾的这位朋友虽然不是合伙人，但他们很常合作，而且他朋友主要是做动画方面的工作。那就有提到，其实我们之前的来宾 Luke 有跟这位来宾一起合作过，他们拍摄了一部美国的电影。那 Luke 是担任制作人，那来宾就是担任 DP， 也就是 Director of Photography， 摄影导演的缩写。那那部电影叫做《Sun Moon》，在5月5号那天已经上映喽。那来宾非常想要在台湾举办一场首映会。因为其实整部电影有大部分的场景是在台湾的日月潭拍摄的。来宾有提到，整个团队都是从美国来的，那整个团队大概三十人左右。然后他们当时在日月潭的一间学校住了几个月，主要是因为拍摄的场地是在一间学校，毕竟是一部爱情喜剧 （rom com）。那来宾也提到，他认为很酷的一件事情是，这次电影的主角是一位亚裔美国人 （Asian American）。那他特别提到这一点，是因为通常电影都是亚洲女孩爱上一位白人男孩。但这是他们的拍摄角色是反过来的哦。来宾也说，这是他第一次跟国外的团队拍摄一场电影，而且是在台湾取景，真的是非常稀有 rare 的一件事情呢。我们继续来听接下来的专访吧。And so thinking then a little bit about now your entrepreneurial life. I mean, you are a DP for hire. You know, you taking kind of case by case when you can. What is the whole situation of starting your own company now as being really a creative? I mean,、mm -hmm. did you have that business sense? Did you want to be an entrepreneur? You know, or you're just like, oh no, I have to do this. <laughs> I think initially I just wanted to be creative.、Mm -hmm. You know, I just I liked freelancing. You know, gig gig basis. Yeah, I can take a vacation whenever I wanted to, no obligations.、Mm -hmm. uh, but eventually, as you kind of grow and scale up, you want to move up to the next level and. In order to do that, sometimes you need to you need to establish a company. You need to have you know maybe a few employees to to do the housekeeping and、mm. to be able to sign contracts、uh, to look more legitimate in, in in especially in front of larger clients. Yeah, and I, I think maybe the U.S. probably was more happy once they got to meet you and know that you had your own production house. Is that kind of that speculation from my part? But does that help? I, I think that definitely helps with negotiating with、mm. any client because then they feel. More secure in terms of okay, you know what you're doing. You you have the right people in place, even if a lot of the people are contracted out or whatnot. But,、mm. um, but it feels like you know you're you're dealing with a real business. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. And I was hoping we could share the name of it because it's really creative. <laughs> and so your nickname in Taiwan mostly, I believe, is Lash because Leticia might be harder for for a lot of our friends to to say that. But you have it as what is F stand for? Kind of the aperture. Yes. Okay, so you, it's spelled F L、Slash. like flash,、yeah. but the F slash is the aperture. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Is that right?、That's、correct. And then、yeah. A S H. Wow, you really caught that because a lot of people don't just think it's flash. Got yeah. it. Okay, yeah. And the only reason I caught that shout out to my brother. My brother's a very successful photographer,、awesome. so he's always、yeah. trying to talk to me about <laughs> about know, all the technical about yeah all the technicals <laughs> and. 
you know, I film on this camera and I can barely use it. It's, it's on an <laughs> auto setting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's when I look at manual. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, ooh, apertures. Yeah. yeah. And now a lot of times I just live with, okay, lash productions or flash productions, or whatever. I don't even want to explain the F slash because it sometimes it's too complicated for people. Yeah. yeah. It's super creative. Okay. So just to be clear though, if we're searching it, let's say online, uh, and we could just search lash productions, correct? Correct. Yeah. Very cool. Super cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, one question I'd love to kind of end this topic with is thinking about the future. I mean, we just now are coming off of a crazy year of COVID. I know it's been a roller coaster for so many of us, but what do you want to be focusing on with Lash Productions, with your own work, with maybe a little travel, vacation, anything? Mm -hmm. Well, I think before COVID, I was traveling a lot and doing work in Europe, in the U.S., uh, in China. Mm. But because of COVID, I've been here for the last three years. So Taiwan is lucky to have you, though, <laughs> during that time, because you created some great content during that time. But definitely it'd be great to collaborate with, you know, other directors or production houses or even brands, you know, that are abroad and be able to travel a bit more. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. Well, I wish you nothing but continued success. You are really a pioneer and such a role model for so many people in Taiwan and really the world, to be honest. So thank you. Respect yeah. and much love. 来宾说他最初, initially, 只是想要有创意, 因为他其实很喜欢自由业, 而且这样才会显得比较合理 legitimate，尤其是在大客户面前。那位跟任何客户谈判，negotiate的时候都比较有利，因为这样才会让客户比较有保障的感觉。毕竟每个岗位上都有知道自己要做什么跟负责的人，就算是外包的，contracted out。但前面的F斜杠是代表着光圈，所以如果要搜寻他们的影像制作公司，可以直接搜寻Lash do you think that we could switch gears a little bit to kind of your language story, though? Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, you talked a little bit about transitioning from Taiwan to New York at the time. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, shout out to you, first of all, for doing that. But yeah, maybe take us through. What's, what's it been like, you know, in Taiwan your whole life, went to TAS, but how has language played a little early role in that? Right. So I, I was born and raised in Taiwan and both my parents are Taiwanese. Uh, so at home we speak mostly Chinese. Mm. So I also went to a local public school until I was in the fourth grade. Mm. Uh, and then I transferred to Taipei American school. Uh, by then my English was not super pro proficient, but I could understand a little bit here and there. Uh, and I spent a lot of summers in the States going to summer camp, um, learning the language. Mm. And then obviously, you know, with TAS, uh, everything was being taught in English, and eventually I became pretty proficient in that language. And after high school, I moved to New York uh, and attended NYU. Mm. You know, shout out to the whole education system in Taiwan, but really shout out to TAS because I actually thought you were born in the U.S., and you had come back, basically, like your family was here. I mm -hmm. thought you grew up in New York. Mm -hmm. So shout out to, to you, but also maybe to TAS helping with that, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I had never. I only visited New York once before I actually moved there, so it was a it That's was a bit crazy. of a culture shock for me. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. So maybe take us through a little bit of that transition for our audience here on NG England. What what was that like going to New York? You know, NYU, great university. Here you are, and then were you by yourself basically too? Yes, I, I was by myself. I was 18 years old. I didn't know what I was doing. You know, the subway system is a oh little confusing goodness. in New York, especially when you first get there. And, and a little intimidating and like kind of scary. I know. And, <laughs> and, and people aren't as friendly as they are in Taiwan, you know, so I was a little afraid to ask for, uh, you know, ask for help. So I tried to figure it out myself, you know, talk to my friends. Um, but yeah, it's a big city, uh, lots happening. It's, it's so different than Taipei, mm. uh, in terms of the pace. Uh, so it, it, it took some time to get used to that. Okay. Thinking about your transition to New York, you know, your language was probably at a very proficient level, but I mean, it's still a culture shock. Do you remember any times where you felt a little uneasy? Totally. I mean, the first couple of times when I took the subway, you know, just trying to get to and back from school, I got lost on the subway because I didn't know that the express train and the local train ran, ran on the same track. Oh. So when you get on the train, you, if you're not paying attention, you don't know which train you got on. And then, so I got on an express train and it missed my stop. So the next stop, when I got off, I was all confused. But in New York, being the subway, you know, you don't have cell service there. So I couldn't even check, uh, how do I get back or what, what happened? Yeah. So it, t- <laughs> it took me a while to get that figured oh out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yes. And they don't, they don't really make any announcements too. You know, they don't, they don't tell you, okay, four minutes until local train comes or five minutes until this comes and, yeah, it's all very uh, do it yourself. My figure goodness. it out. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know when they built the subway system in New York City, it was uh, it was a different time. But that's so well. I mean, I didn't even think about that. And you know, maybe for our audience listening, if if you guys have ever taken the MRT to the airport, there's an express and a local. I think they call it. And the local, you know, it's stopping at every every stop. And the express, it's like you know, maybe two, and then you're at the airport. And if right. you get on that express one, you're missing your stop. But yeah, uh, on the subway in New York, you can't check like where you are. Mm-hmm. There's nobody like walking by to ask questions. Yeah, and this was like more than 10 years ago. So yeah. I- I'm pretty sure now there's cell service. Batman was in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah and, hopefully. And then Maybe people not, tell me New York is, you know, the most efficient city in, in the States, you know, the best oh. infrastructure and coming from Taiwan, you know. I was, I was a bit shocked. Yeah. 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 I, I think I was so happy when I went to Japan and Taiwan when I was like, Oh my gosh, clean, yeah. safe, efficient New York. It's like, I got to carry a knife on me. And like, every, you know, you're just watching your back every once in a while. <laughs> Crazy. Well, thank you for sharing that because I think that's a really good perspective that we forget. I forget too, to be honest. Um, wild. So thinking a little bit also about your language in this sense, you know, I imagine having now English and Mandarin being able to bridge gaps in the production world has been super helpful. Would you agree? Totally. Yeah. I think just the fact that I'm able to communicate with local clients and also if there's any needs from abroad of people wanting to shoot in Taiwan, mm. I can help them with that. Mm. And so with your team with, with Flash Productions, are you trying to hire teams that are actually a little bit bilingual or are you open to kind of still hiring anyone? 
Mm-hmm. Right now, we have uh, three full-time employees, and everybody is bilingual. Right. And most of the people we work with are usually bilingual, I'd say. Yeah. 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 So, guys, there you go. Here's another opportunity. Creative arts here, being able to do some, you know, Netflix productions, all sorts of cool productions for TV. Yeah. I, I think that also the great thing is that if we do travel abroad for a shoot, then everybody can still, you know, understand the language and, yeah. and can still work on different sets and gain different experience, not just locally here. Yeah. And you can bring them with you. Really? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Very cool. Leticia, you're, you're a rock star. Thank you for, for doing all the things you're doing. I wanted to shout out one cool thing. You were doing the talk show with Emily Wu, who we love. Shout out Ghost Island Media and shout out to Taiwan Plus. I think it was all in English. Is that right? That is correct. So Taiwan Plus is an all-English TV channel in Taiwan. Mm. And Game Changers is a talk show series, uh, 30 episodes for the first season, where we interview different uh, up-and-coming entrepreneurs or people of different industries that's doing something for Taiwan or from Taiwan uh, to the world. So uh, Emily's our main host and the producer of the show. Uh, she interviews all these guests in English, and we shot the series in three months. And now it's airing on TV uh, every Saturday and Sunday. So cool, guys, because I, you know, Emily is a good friend of mine. I saw she was posting a lot about it. And everything I wanted to say to her was like, wow, this looks really professionally done. And then I get to find out it's you who was the director and the director of photography, DP. So check it out if you got a chance, guys. Support Letitia, support English television, kind of doing some cool stuff. And our friend Emily Wu. So very rad. Thank you. 来宾说他父母都是台湾人也是在台湾出生的所以在他们家大部分的时间都是用中文那来宾是在四年级之前都读台湾的国立学校那他之后才转学到了台北美国学校那来宾说他当时的英文并没有到精通那高中之后就到了
Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of the NG England show here. And a question I love to end with is if you could go back and talk to a younger Letitia before you were an entrepreneur and a DP and a director, so many cool things, would there be any advice you'd give yourself about art, creating, being an entrepreneur, anything? I think I would tell myself not to be so anxious, not mm. to worry as much as I did when I was younger, um, because everything will, will come, you know? Mm. And worrying actually doesn't help with anything. It doesn't change anything. So, so I think if I could, if I could tell my younger self just to relax a little bit more, uh, I'd be in a better place. Very wise advice. And you seem like you're taking that advice now. 来宾会给年轻自己的建议就是不要这么的焦虑 anxious， 并且不要太担心，因为事情总是会发生的。但担心不会改变什么，或是有任何帮助。大家认为应该要放松一点哦。那谢谢我们今天的来宾 Letitia。Very cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Leticia. It's a pleasure to have you. Where can people find more about you online? Maybe following on social media, or maybe pitch you ideas and reach out to you. Sure.、Uh, you guys can always visit my website at, at lashfilms.com or my Instagram at lashfan.、Um, lashfan.、Yeah. Cool. Awesome, Leticia. Thanks so much for joining us on the NG English Show. We'll talk to you next time. Thank you. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to the NG Ingwen Show. Please go support Letitia wherever you can online. She's doing some incredible things here in Taiwan and the world. Follow along here with NG Ingwen or Xi Pingfang or myself, John Drummond, Eight Nine or Yang Haolin. All right, everyone. Thanks for your patience, your dedication to learning, and your curiosity. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. All right. Well, that is our NG Ingwen show for today. We hope everyone enjoyed listening to that. You can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and now Spotify. You can search NG Ingwen, or you can search on IG NG English I C R T. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning from six thirty to seven, and Wednesday night from nine to nine thirty. We'll catch you on the next episode. Bye bye.